ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oki Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Oki Podcast. And on today's episode, I have another amazing guest. He is a filmmaker, producer of Alejandro. My guest for today is Sam Ojo. Thank you so much for having me, Russell. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for making time to come on. And uh, I think it's great, man, what you've been able to help make with Alejandro. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get into that soon. Yes. But, sir, for the uh, listeners, uh, could you tell them just, you know, where where you grew up and what was growing up like and just how you, like, did you move around a lot? And what kind of just led you into becoming a filmmaker and, you know, all the things that are you doing right now, man? So I was born in a city. It's a UNESCO, UNESCO city. Uh, it's very prominent for art and culture in Africa. And basically growing up in that kind of a city is, is just a natural phenomenon for someone to be very, very dramatic because there are so many production companies, I mean, production groups, um, theater groups in that particular city um, in Nigeria. I was born in Nigeria, so I grew up there. And basically, you, you have different theater groups that are so popular nationwide and worldwide. And you will see a lot of foreigners coming to that city to learn about our culture, about our hearts, and the way we do our stuff. So growing up over there was just a natural phenomenon. And eventually, the UN make it a world cultural heritage. So anyway, I went to school outside of that city, and then I you know, graduated from college, and then I moved to London. So when I was in London, I did some other projects. Basically, I was uh, focusing on more like Christian movies. And I did a lot of projects over there. I did few future movies. And then along the line, you know, I needed to pay my bills. So I changed career into something else, uh, which was... Uh, oil and gas because I studied geology and um, uh, engineering and all those things. Mm -hmm. So I changed career. I started working for oil and gas, uh, working for mining companies and stuff like that. Then after some times in the UK, uh, I decided to move to the US. So I moved to Utah. So upon moving to Utah, of course, I, I kept doing uh, engineering, oil and gas thing, and then I got a job here in Oklahoma. So that's how my, my journey to Oklahoma began. So I moved to Oklahoma six years ago. Oh, really? Yes, I've been here for six years now. So I the main reason why I go into filmmaking, back to filmmaking, was because when I wanted to move from um, Utah to Oklahoma, you know, I've, uh, the few places I mentioned were places 
I have lived, but I have visited about 36 countries around the world. So I've seen so many things, you know, how things are done differently in different places. So upon the opportunity to move to Tulsa, I tried to research about Tulsa. I knew about Tulsa before. Like, I first knew about Tulsa, I think around 1990, mm-hmm. 1991, when I read a book uh, called I Saw Evan. I don't know if you know about that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was ref- referenced or referred or written by Roberts or a Roberts or something Roberts. But anyway, mm-hmm. the, the a lot of books like Tosa, Oklahoma, seven four something 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 and growing up in africa we always have uh, pen pals so we write uh, to our friends oh really and, yeah and then they pen respond pals. back and stuff like that uh-huh. so yeah and those are the things that made me to remember hmm. Tosa, oklahoma uh growing up i remember doing those in elementary but you school. remember that there was yeah we did like pen pals that. yeah pen pals hmm. you, you have a pen pals in another city and you guys will be exchanging yeah messages um mail but you know nobody posts as much we do emails now and yeah. text messages well, i thought it was fake <laughs> <laughs> no it was actually oh, we, we didn't think it was fake at that time dang so w- 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 there's a book it will be published Mm-hmm. And then you look for different names, and then you write to them. Some will respond back to you, and then you became friends and yeah. you start to exchange um, friendship over mail and stuff. So I knew about Tulsa through that, and then cool. I read a Christian book called "I Saw Heaven." I saw heaven. It was really good book. So, so when the opportunity to move to Tulsa came up, I decided to research a little bit about Tulsa and that was from Utah and everything I saw about Tulsa went out there. Everything wasn't good. Except maybe it's a good place to start a business. Mm-hmm. But everything is about tension, race, killing, shooting. So, well, I moved anyway. Even a friend of mine was saying, why do you want to move to the South? Why do you want to move to Tulsa? They will lynch you. All those negative uh, connotations around Tulsa were real. So upon moving here, I thought it wasn't as bad as (laughs) (laughs) what people put on social media. Mm -hmm. So I decided to start looking at a way where we can improve that kind of mindset for example you know i'm from nigeria and obviously nigeria does not have a good name out there too on some on many platforms particularly when it comes to nigerian prints and stuff like that all those scamming emails that you receive Mm -hmm. so so i understand how damaging a name could affect so many things that will have be easy if you don't have that damaging names so that was one of the reasons why i decided to want to start creating positive content around tulsa and i pray that god will help me because 
there's so many forces so many uh, distractions so many things to put in place to be able to achieve anything that we want to achieve mm-hmm. but that's the main reasons why i decided to create positive content to start re-educating the general public that Tosa has its own peculiar problems but not as bad as what you guys think and also whatever we are doing incorrectly here within the society here we can start changing the mindset of people that you are who you are i am who i am let's respect each other i'm not trying to be a threat to you you can still have your control and do your things and you you don't want to infringe on my own too so all of us can come together and um, make us a a better place a great place where everybody can live and that's the concept that's the main reasons why i decided to produce alejandro and if you have not seen alejandro you need to see that movie you just have to say because it's talked about a lot of people that have been wrongfully accused before so and i literally have not seen someone that have not been accused wrongfully before the level of accusation might be different uh, they might accuse you at the level of total tell to their parents mm-hmm. <laughs> within siblings uh, that's one level and your parents chastise you for something that you didn't do just because someone uh, reported you to the to the higher authority and that's one level then the next level may be at work where you're being wrongfully accused and another one is the government which is the I think is the peak when the government wrongfully accused you for the crime that you did not do and they are actually going to railroad you for that so this alejandro guy was wrongfully accused for the crime for the murder that he did not commit and he was about to be convicted for it and nobody cares it's just part of the statistic and they just wanted to send him out and which they eventually did I don't want to give you too much about the story but because you need to see it. yeah and this guy another guy who is a lawyer from Africa who is not the most appropriate person in the in this community for that profession he has an accent he's from Africa he's a black guy you usually don't see a successful black guy in Oklahoma it's very rare and this person decided to step in on a locution on a pro bono but the real moral of the story is why lucas who is the lawyer was trying to help alejandro he was actually helping himself in return he was thinking he was helping other person but he was actually helping himself by extending a positive gesture to a fellow human being so alejandro case made him a better person for the society for the community 
for his family to be a better husband, a better father, a better lawyer, and a better person that is even more useful to the community. But yeah, yeah I seen it. And um Okay, Russell, you you seen, you've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't need to tell about you don't need to tell the story at all. What is your opinion about the movie? My opinion, well, you know, I didn't know what it was about and I didn't well, with movies now, I really don't like to watch trailers or okay. anything. I don't I don't like to I, I try to not dive into what I'm going to see because when I go see a movie now, I kind of just want to see it and ha- not not see scenes, you know, where trailers are good. Trailers are good. Mm-hmm. Trailers are awesome. You know, kudos who watches them constantly. But with me now, I guess it's because I'm older, but I don't <laughs> want to see like bits and pieces and yeah because it makes as a whole because it makes my mind wonder like well you know it just what's gonna happen yeah yeah i just like constantly think about something i see in a trailer and i'm like oh my god i I can't wait so you know when it finally comes out then i'm like i see the whole thing and i seen alejandro and i didn't really know like anything about it you know i just knew josh was in it that's the only thing I knew, and uh, so will you recommend someone to go see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You? Like we seen it Friday, yeah, and uh, we went to Eaton Square, and we got there, and we waited, and like you know, it showed up, and then it started playing, and it was like, well, my first thought was, you know, I know it's a low budget, you know, film you know, from local people. So I was like, I wonder how long it's going to be. Like, I didn't look anything up about it because I wanted to actually learn from the film when I watched it. And so what I've seen was all like different people I've actually seen in different uh, places, places and different movies in the movie. So I was like, I felt really good because I was supporting our local actors. And so Man, I, I really want to talk about the movie, but okay. I would really like. But you I would, like I'd re- it. I recommend this movie. Like, yeah. it's a really great story. It's told very well. Um, I really hope that it goes everywhere. Like, I hope everybody goes and sees it. I recommend it, and I really hope that people support our local filmmakers, producers, actors, Actors. artists, everybody yeah. that's involved with these. You know films that are being filmed around here you know yeah. because they they need support yeah. like everybody absolutely. needs to support these absolutely these projects that are being made here you know from you and, and i must tell you this uh russell the support that torsons are giving to filmmakers have a direct economic impact mm-hmm. on people living here let me give you an example if we are able to have a lot of small, low-budget movies, when I say, when we say low-budget, don't misconstrue it as $10,000, no. Low-budget starts from zero money to $5 million. Yeah. That's yeah, a low-budget low budget. <laughs> So, yeah. So, everybody, you, now you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Low-budget does not mean $10,000 yeah, or $20,000. This is, this is the, Alejandro is running to a million dollars. So, it's, it's still a low-budget comparatively. Yeah. So, when we have a low-budget movies, 
produce here a lot of them this will drive bigger projects coming over here like uh killer of the flower moon yeah killers of the killer of the flower moon coming to 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 tulsa area then if we have now think about it if we have killer of the flower moon is 200 million dollar projects if we have six of that in tulsa in a year consistently the think about how much money is coming to this industry in a year that's one billion dollars oh yeah in Tulsa alone not Oklahoma Tulsa yeah six of that oh 1.2 billion sorry 1.2 billion so whoever that have a restaurant we sell more <laughs> that's mm -hmm. it the aircraft the flight coming to Tulsa we sell more the cargo shipping those whatever they are shipping here back and forth we sell more fedex all of them restaurant bar even you doing the podcast you will you you will have more quality people from outside of the city coming for example you have director of such movie and you want that director to feature in your mm. in your podcast and then you have that more and when you have that you can have better sponsor to sponsor your podcast mm -hmm. so that is the direct economic impact for everybody oh yeah but for us to achieve that aim we need to support smaller projects because when they want to come to bring 200 million dollar project here they look for carpenter do you have um, filmmakers um film carpenters because carpenters for the normal house is different from the film mm -hmm. do you have good painters that will paint the stage very well um lighting company like omni lighting to do your lights really good the sand company that only specializes on sand and all those things they will give them smaller jobs and if this guy who is having an annual revenue of let's say two hundred thousand three hundred thousand five hundred thousand dollars and they could have a bigger project of two hundred million dollars and they give them a one million dollar project to handle within the two hundred million dollar so their revenue has increased and they have six of those projects in a year so basically they will be forced to hire more people to do the job because the business is good yeah. so you hire more people and when they hire more people the local engineers sound engineers painter carpenters and stuff when they hire them they hire local people here yeah and the local people that, that are here photographers cinematographers all those things they have family they have wife and kids and they have to rent a house they have to buy a house they have to go to the local store they have to go to the local grocery store they have to buy liquor they have to do whatever they want to do within the city mm -hmm. and before you know it we are directly impacting the trade industry commerce tourism hearts everything and these people even if they don't eventually 
live in Tulsa. Maybe after the project, they move back to California or wherever. But they go back to California and say, man, I've been in Tulsa before. It was good. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And that's how they keep talking because it will be like a tour for them. It will be like a vacation, working vacation for them. So they will only be able to go to good places within Tulsa and like go to casino, go to... um, Places that we naturally enjoy, like gathering place and stuff. And they go there and they say, man, I like Tulsa. And that's exactly what we want to create. And I think if we create the habit of supporting our local artists, local podcasters, local filmmakers, local directors, we are actually helping ourselves to drive commerce in our city yeah it's getting way better like uh oklahoma city too like you know oklahoma in general just um oklahoma in general just has a lot of talent like yeah i mean it's historical time that people can make quality movies yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's getting it's gotten so much better like i remember so when i was a kid like when i was 16 Going on seventeen, eighteen, there was nothing here, bro. Like, bro, there was like, like there was like a few concerts every now and again, but there was nothing here. Like the BOK Center wasn't here, the Gathering Place. There BOK was, wasn't here. There was nothing here, and then like, when yeah, was the BOK built? Man, I think I don't even know because I left Oklahoma in two thousand seven. Okay, and then when I came back. Things were like starting to kind of pick, pick up. up, and I cannot remember when a BOK was even made. Forgive me, everybody, but you know, it, I remember. <laughs> but that's fourteen years ago, though. Yeah, but I I remember like the when they were building it. I do remember that, but I don't remember. I don't remember the year because I would come to Tulsa and go to the mall, okay. and you know, it was like a it was coming like they were building it up, and they were gonna they were like, man, all these shows are gonna be here, and like all kind of people were going to come and perform and everything. Mm. And, you know, knowing me, you know, growing up in Oklahoma when there was nothing here, I was like, oh, yeah, right. You know, it'll probably just be like, they'll probably just go to waste. Mm -hmm. But, man, you know, they kept their word. And then the casinos, man, they started, you know, all the casinos started coming up. And then they started having people, you know, perform there. And then the, oh, what's it called? Downtown, not the, um, like the shrine and, Dang man, there's like other places too where bands come or yeah. comedians, and then you got the loony bins. And, and and honestly, all that's kind a of good thing. Yeah, to be, to be honest, it is. If you want to have a big, massive show, like you want to have Beyonce, here, mm-hmm. or you want to have uh, John Legend, or whoever that you you're thinking right now, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and you don't have a big arena to host them. Where are they gonna be? I know, right? Yeah. So, so um, BOK is a blessing for sure, and we want more of BOKs. Yeah, we want more of stuff to start springing up, and this we it's it's no brainer. Yeah. It will have a direct economic impact on all of us. And BOK can come to pass because 
we did some things right we supported some things oh yeah that's how we we birth be okay so for us to birth more stuff more greater things in Tulsa we need to support smaller stuff yeah and production companies around Tulsa cast crew actors filmmakers directors has to be supported yeah it does and they always say something that charities begins at home as well Mm -hmm. so if uh, we think global but we're local Alejandro we're local but he's all over the world right now Mm -hmm. anybody can see Alejandro all over the world anybody we, we 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 put it on a platform where people can see it all over the world. In fact, it's on the platform that the subscriber of that particular platform, I think, um, I forgot the name now, they have subscribers of over 800 million people. Wow. So, of course, they have more product as well, but mm-hmm. if one million people see yeah. that and paid for it, we make something. But mm-hmm. it has to come from us. You don't remember the app or the platform? Um, it's uh, called Flex. Flex. Um, P-L-E-X. Uh, you yeah. can go on Tubi. You can go on Amazon Prime. Um, it's on Flex. It's on um, Vimeo. It's on um, Fimocracy. That's in Canada. So all over the world, most of the people that have seen the movies... Uh, in Philippines, in Indonesia, in Nigeria, in Europe, they, they, they give me good feedback yeah. on that. So. Yeah, I also recommended it to Netflix. Yeah. There's like a little thing where what movies do you want to see on here? So I put Alejandro. Yeah. And so if everybody could do that too, yeah. that'll help push Absolutely. it on Netflix. Absolutely. Yeah. So. I plan to be, I plan to put it on Netflix uh, ultimately. Um, but, um, the if you guys see it, that's how Netflix. It's easier for Netflix to pick it up. I don't want to be chasing Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> if my quality and my movie is good enough, they should be chasing me. So mm-hmm. um, there's so many products out there, and of course, um, ours has to stand out. So I strongly hope that Netflix will approach us and we'll we'll put it there. Yeah. Um, but it's more of a Christian secular movie and uh, Pure Flix is one of the targets I'm, I'm looking at okay. as well. Yeah. Cool. You know P- Pure Flix? No. It's, it's, it's the alternative of Netflix. Mm-hmm. So if you have kids, you don't want them to see all the sexual stuff, so you get Pure Flix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a two different companies though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check in the Pure Flex. Pure Flex. I think the subscribe to subscribe on it is more cheaper than Netflix. Oh really? Yeah. But they're doing good. They have good movie and uh they host a lot of uh, big studio movies mm-hmm. as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean your your stuff is it's really good quality. Like mm. it's it looks it looks well done. It's got Thank a great you. story. It's uh Thank you. a lot of good actors, local actors that yeah. are in there. So actually I mean, let me tell you something. We have local actors, absolutely, mm-hmm. but we have 
international actors too. Yeah, yeah. There is uh, Tina Mbapp was a sub lead in a movie produced by Spike Lee. You know Spike Lee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have, we Dang. paid really hard for that. Then there's another lady, um, the girl that acted Diola, if you remember. Oh, yeah. That my niece in in Africa. That girl, she is like, you know Ryan Seacrest in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. She's like Ryan Seacrest in Nigeria. Really? Yeah. Oh. She, yeah, she's the host of The Voice. Whoa. You know, know the, you know the voice, yeah, right? The, yeah. the voice show. Yeah. Where people come and sing. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She's the host of that, of that. Oh, wow. And she has over 3 million people following her. Damn. On Instagram. Wow. I'm a follower. Yeah. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> She's really hot now. Why not? Why? Because I said that you want to follow her. Follow us. No, Support scared. local artists, man. We're just talking about local artists, bro. I follow you. <laughs> now you see international artists like, yeah, I'm going to follow her. No, support local artists. Don't don't wait until we have three million, ten million followers. I already follow you guys. I follow I know, you, I Josh. I, I'm just teasing. Jennifer. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> no, teasing yeah. with you. Follow local actors first, everybody. Yeah, yeah. please follow local actors. Let's support yeah. our home. Very important. Oh yeah. It's yeah. always, and that's why I'm not worried. It's always easy for people to to kind of drop in when success is rolling in. Um, we appreciate that, but we will never forget people that are with us when we are at the valley. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, when we get to the mountain, we can see better. We see everything like an eagle. But when we are at the valley, we will always remember those that, that are with us. Because we get there, we'll get to the top. We're not worried about that. Yeah. We'll get there. But... You helping us together is what we are asking for. Yeah. Be there at the start, everybody. Yeah. And help build it. Like, be a part of that. Yes. Yeah, be part of that. You know, you're you're there. You're going to be there. But then once it hits, like, 10 million, 30 million, whatever. Yeah. You're going to be there from the start. Yeah. Like, it's it's a credible feeling when you've been supporting. Julia Robot has about 88 million. Yeah. You want to say Lady Gaga about 26 million. Yeah. uh, Donnie Robert about 60 million people. So Make it a billion. (laughs) (laughs) We will get there. Yeah. Oh, actually, I must tell you, if you have to combine all the views of Alejandro, worldwide we combine everything together we run it to two million now really yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. all the views like uh, the trailers the mm-hmm. teaser the everything if you put it together on facebook twitter um everywhere together mm-hmm. advertisements is running to two million it's a great number millions yeah, yeah million the millions people have seen your face yeah <laughs> <laughs> They know you now. Yeah, they know you now. <laughs> so in a lifetime, there is this uh, common saying that you only meet about 10,000 people if you are very outgoing mm-hmm. in your lifetime, entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. But if you're not outgoing, maybe 3,000 or 2,000 people in entire lifetime. I thought it would be more than that. Mm-hmm. But when I started thinking about it, I said, well, maybe no more. 
when you are in uh, high school, maybe your high school is about 1,200. You only met about 200 people there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it goes with like. And that's the highest. And then you go to college, the only people in your class. <laughs> <laughs> well, my high school is like, I think our graduating class is like 45 people. <laughs> exactly. So. And then when I went to college, it was like, we, at the whole school, I think there's like 300 or 400 people there. Wow. Yeah, that's so it was small. a pretty small college. So that's less than 1,000. Yeah. And the whole of Tulsa is about, Tulsa Metro is about 1 million, right? Mm-hmm. Tulsa, um, Tulsa City is about 400,000, 300,000. Mm-hmm. And so in Tulsa, maybe you made about 1,000. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, really small, the number of people people meet in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, but people that will see you um, is different. Yeah. Because they might, oh, I've seen your face before, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. So for 1 million people to have seen your face, that's, that's significant. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Damn. How did you uh how did you meet up with Josh? We actually have someone already casted for for this and the person dropped out because it was during the COVID. Mm. So he was so afraid of COVID. He was so afraid that um he might contact COVID being on the set because he just finished a project that few people had COVID during shooting. Mm-hmm. So we had to do a separate audition um, after he dropped out. So two people finally got into final stage of the audition. That was Joshua Pineda and another gentleman. So I talked to my costume maker and they said they can make Joshua look older. So and that's how we we got Joshua on board. The acting was phenomenal. He gave that look. He has a natural look of someone that has been victimized. So if you don't know Joshua naturally, you will share. You will be emotional the way he's been treated in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's create natural um, emotion. Mm-hmm. Unlike you want to use someone who is hardcore and people are like, yeah, he commit the crime, jail him, kill him, mob him, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But Joshua does not have that. Joshua looks so calm. I think it's a, it's a really good, good choice for us. Yeah, he fits that role. Yeah, yeah. he fit that role and yeah. he did it well. And uh, shout out to the, all the costume makers out there um, that worked in Alejandro movie. They were able to make joshua older it was really cool to see josh on the on the big screen you know because i when i met josh man i can't remember when i met him let's see i think that was like 2019 Mm. or maybe 20 okay no it was 2019 Mm. and he was a security guard at osage yeah like he was talking about being an actor Okay. And he was like, you know, it's I wonder strange. how I would, I wonder how I would do that, you know. And then I knew like there was a few groups on Facebook, yeah, that did casting calls or like just filmmakers that were in these groups that needed yeah. people to yeah. do, you know, do acting or whatever. Yeah. And I, I told him I was like, yeah, you know, you should check out these groups. And then I was like, uh, also in Norman, there's a 
the actor factory. Yeah. If you have, because I know it's expensive, you know, to take acting classes over there, but it's worth it. You know, yeah. it's a great acting school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's where we kind of started talking. And, uh, you know, like it's it's really hard to take people serious sometimes because they say, yeah, I want to do this or yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. And they don't ever do it, you know, mm-hmm. but Josh is different. Like Josh, like, What's you know, he, he does it like he he'll do it, you know, and and uh, it doesn't matter like what what the obstacle is like. Mm-hmm. He's going to do it. So yeah. it's really cool to That's see like to see him grow from being that to like where he's going now. Yeah. So it's like it was really great to see him on a big screen. And I think he's a lucky guy too. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's uh and uh and he's just like a really great person because we made a short film and like I I wasn't too sure if he'd do it because it, it was due like the next day. Like I had to edit it and everything and we did it like the night of and like he came over and we made this like little short film, but yeah, we had to like edit it or I had to edit it. He just acted in it and, uh, he was down from like, he was, yeah, man, I'll come down. It was like 10 o'clock at night and we didn't get done till like 1am. Wow. And like he had to work that next morning. Like, at, I think he was working at Sonic that, at that time mm-hmm. he, cause he had two jobs. Uh-huh. So like he was doing all this stuff and had two jobs and like, and he's just like, like he's always down to like do whatever. Like he's just like a good yeah. friend to have. And like, um, and I always want to like start to support him, you know, because he supports everything that yeah. I do. Yeah. And then like when I started this, it's like, yeah, man, come on, come on the podcast and yeah. like, we'll talk about whatever's going on. And I saw the picture. Yeah. Yeah. You have to listen to it. It's a, it's kind of a fairly short uh, episode, but it was, it was a fun episode. We just kind of talked about what <laughs> the short film we did and working at the casino and how things are going with acting and yeah. Alejandro was coming up. So we talked about like, what the story was and kind of explained a little bit of it without yeah. spoiling it. So it was a good episode. <laughs> he actually and, asked me, he said, do you want me to say much about this story without giving the spoiler? I said, oh, just be yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he was good. He, he didn't spoil anything and yeah. talked about it and got, got the word out. And then, but you know, I seen him Friday cause I went to Eaton square Oh, okay. and, uh, because I wanted we, to, I wanted to watch with it the, with the other crew on our limousine. Mm-hmm. We didn't see you. Yeah, that was at Circle Cinema. No, no, we came. We came to Eaton Square. Well. Oh, I was already in the theater. We got there at like six thirty, and I just got oh, my no, ticket. Oh no, we came at about six. No, really? Yeah, Wait, in our limousine and stuff. Yeah, I didn't like. We got there like nobody was even there. Oh, you just went to the and then. Like we bought our tickets online, and okay. then we went in there and got our tickets. And it might have been earlier than that, oh, okay. because he said the red carpet started at five, and I think we got there like at five thirty or maybe six. And okay. like nobody was there, so I was yeah. like, I guess everybody's at Circle Cinema. So oh. we went into the theater and just waited, I and then like because I I wanted to see the movie. I know it was yeah. sold out at Circle, but yeah, I really it, just wanted to see the movie. Yeah. I really wanted to just see it and support it. Yeah. And so we got there. And then, like when we the movie was done, Josh was like out outside taking pics, and I was like, "Oh, well, is Josh right there? Like, what the hell?" <laughs> like, but yeah, like uh, how was it after you finished seeing the movie? People take pictures. And stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, everybody came out and well, a lot of everybody people. was like really excited and just like yeah. like everybody clapped when the you credits the when the credits rolled. I yeah, everybody clapped for real. Yeah, for real. 
Yeah, I should have recorded it, but I was oh like, my God. I was just kind of like in the they moment. They did the same in Psycho Cinema, though. Did they? Yeah. yeah. And the clapping was keep going, never stop. Mm-hmm. I said, man, this movie must be really good for people to clap. And yeah. they were clapping continuously. Yeah. There's a lot of people in there, too. Because when we got, we were like the first ones there. Like, nobody was there. And then everybody just kind of started gradually coming in. So wow. the theater filled up, pretty much. Life filled up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and then we watched it, and then everybody was, like, having a good time, great time, and mm. then it was over, and everybody clapped, and everybody was, like, yelling around, like, woo, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. I wish I was there. <laughs> Should have went. No, just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, and then we went outside, and Josh is out there taking pics, and everybody's really excited and just, mm. you know, congratulating him. And, you know, we talked. I took a picture with him, too, and mm. I was like, bro, come back on the podcast. And yeah. he's going to come back on soon. Yeah, so. you should have uh, there's some other actors and actresses that were there. Yeah, and, I've, I've contacted them, but yeah, they've can, just been so busy with things. Like, yeah. we're trying to work out a time still. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. get them on your show yeah. and uh, interview them. Let's hear what they feel like. Uh, Lydia Gray, Claire Olds, Brian Grace. Um, autumn, autumn Villeneuve. If I don't pronounce your last name, <laughs> well, don't kill me. Um, <laughs> um, Benny, Benny, Bernie Hammers. They, they have quite a few numbers that I saw the picture that were at Eaton Square that I think would be good for your for your podcast. Yeah. If you need anyone, tell then, them. Tell them about me. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. let them know, and I'll, I'm absolutely. happy to have them on. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. You can spread it across yeah. over the year. It doesn't have to compact. I know. Continuous. You know <laughs> All I mean, in right? one month? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Just and every, you just interview everybody in a month. and then Every every day? Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, um, you know, as we go along, you, you, you have them. Yeah. And these are big... Um, sizably big stars in our look in in, in Tulsa mm-hmm. uh, with reasonable followers too yeah so. yeah I'm always down to support help yeah. like this this is pretty much everybody's platform yeah like I want everybody on here to tell their story and Correct. get their word out of whatever they're doing like absolutely like this isn't just my platform like this is absolutely. y'all's platform absolutely yeah absolutely. so I want to help out people as much as I can absolutely absolutely it was awesome. Whatever, what other film, like what, what else have you done? Like filmmaking wise. So I made Christian movies, uh, know your God when it's actually know your God, but the story is about this African guy that got, that was praying to God to be able to go into to a greener pasture. This particular boy, was a devoted Christian and he was praying to that they should give him visa so that he will be able to travel abroad. And by the time he got the visa and he got to to the UK at that time, mm-hmm. he became different from the way he was living. He was just enjoying life, going to party, carrying girls, having fun. He didn't go to church anymore. Things have changed. He was just having his blast. And things just changed for him. Mm-hmm. And the the story, and he was evicted from his house. He lost his job and eventually got deported back to Nigeria. 
So it literally shows that when you're struggling, you remember God. But when things get better for you, you forget God. Yeah. And God can tell you that I can still make, remember where you're coming from. Know your God when he's near. Mm-hmm. Seek him. So that's that was the story. But it was more for as a purely Christian movies and uh, movie and uh, I I only did that for a particular religion and gave it to the church and they showing it all around and, uh, but that was about gosh 56 17 years ago now really Dang. Uh, actually 20 almost 20 years not up to 20 years this is 2021 right mm-hmm. so about 18 years ago really wow yeah I, I was like maybe a few years ago. <laughs> I know, no, 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 no. Eighteen years ago. Holy! And that was the last one. No, I did another one too, about a guy that was, um, he's a Nigerian guy. He married and was abusing the wife unknowingly, but he didn't know he was abusing. Meanwhile, the wife would be interceding for. For him, praying, praying on his behalf that God should protect him. So he almost had an accident coming back home. But the wife had already saw that in the dream. The wife prayed, interceded on his behalf. And the accident didn't kill him. But he he's still abusing the wife. Mm-hmm. So one day, when he was tr- just trying to abuse the wife, he fell. And hit his head on the stair. So that made him to go into trance. So in the trance, it was in the trance that the, the God, Lord, God told him that your wife has been your guidance angel. But yet you keep abusing her. Mm-hmm. So I will give you another chance to go and make a restitution. So meanwhile, when the wife was perplexed and praying for him when he was in trance. So he came back alive. The wife was calling 911. In the UK, it's 999. Mm -hmm. Was calling 999 and also praying that the husband should come back to life. So when the husband came back to life, he now appreciated the wife and said, I didn't know you the one being interceded for me on this one. Mm -hmm. And they reconciled. That was another movie that I did. Damn. But I didn't produce that one, actually. Mm-hmm. Then I did some projects with uh, BBC and Co. But this project is more like uh, being a production assistant, um, featuring extras and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know BBC, right? Yeah, you know BBC yeah. British. Yeah, yeah, British Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. so those are 18 years ago then I so were you doing like engineering and that or I was going to school I was young I was just um maybe 23 at that time yeah. oh really okay yeah so I'm 44 now so mm-hmm. it's just like um what's Joshua is doing Joshua is 21 now mm-hmm. <laughs> so Let's now assume after Joshua did all this and he goes into accounting or doing something else, 
in life and uh, after a lot of things and decided to come back to it to film so, yeah mm-hmm. and people like oh have you done something before that oh i acted alejandro yeah in the alejandro movie and it actually was released and you know but mine was you know the, the much bigger than alejandro mm-hmm. at that time yeah even though i wasn't the one that okay the, my production was not as big as alejandro but what i was doing Mm-hmm. in the production and stuff was way bigger and I was more involved into theoretic theoretic uh, drama like stage play oh okay like, theater yeah, y- yeah theater mm-hmm. so you know when you're on the stage and you're acting I want to tell you that I am upset with you to be I am upset with you that is a stage thing drama yeah but if you're doing filming and i want to tell you i'm upset with you to be, i am upset with you now it's up to it's different yeah if you do that on the camera it should be too hyper mm-hmm. so there are different skills so i did that and i like stage play too because it gives you a lot of energy stage play no repeat. You make a mistake, you keep going. Yeah. You yeah. can't stop. Though, but one thing I like about stage plays, you have practiced so many times. Mm-hmm. So that helps. You think yeah. you're going to write a, any plays? Any stage plays? So that it, you're going to write any like stage plays to put on soon? Here in Tulsa? Yeah. That is my vision, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, if... I do not have money. That's the problem. But if I have someone that can sponsor and give us funding, you know, that's the most difficult thing, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's what I would love to be doing. Yeah. Stage play, you know, maybe every weekend. um, We just do stage play. We just have a food director. We have a drama group. And we'll, maybe once a week, I mean once a month, mm-hmm. we just do stage production continuously. And when we keep doing that, and that's exactly what the city that I grew up, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. There are so many of that. So you just need to be in a theater group. And people will come, pay maybe $5, $10 to say, people don't mind. But they come, they laugh, comedian comes. Everybody is coming to display their own talent. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I think if I could achieve that, that would be good because it will help people that really have talents. They have a platform to start mm-hmm. and they can all build on that. And gradually we can keep expanding that and then we can go into different competitions around the world like uh, there's a competition in uh, Toronto there's a competition in Tokyo London New York California that's how you you get known Hmm. and people start knowing you they create emotion with you and when you now make a movie they connect with you Mm -hmm. wow yeah okay so have you written like a play have you directed a stage play before or no 
No. No? I haven't directed a stage play before. Do you think it would be totally different from... It's, it's absolutely totally different. Yeah. But, um, I've acted stage play before, mm-hmm. and I love acting stage play. I love acting stage play. Mm-hmm. You you usually enjoy stage play more. Mm-hmm. There's a flair stage play will give you because there are some things that will come up and it will be so funny. Mm-hmm. And just laugh and you keep laughing. And that's the joy of a stage play. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be really cool to see like a a play you write, direct. Yeah. And I, I think if I could have a little bit of money more, mm-hmm. um I can buy a particular location, design it for that. Mm-hmm. Um it would be like a studio, if I would say that. Mm-hmm. It would be like a studio and even if it's just hundred people that it can take. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just two hundred people. It doesn't have to be large crowd. Yeah. And um but we have a stage and we can we can be doing that. And people really know that okay, this is a theater group and people will, will be coming. We'll be inviting people. People will be coming and we'll be practicing and until yeah. It's something that we can do. Yeah, it's not too expensive to do it either. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and there's a ton of fans of stage play. Like she likes stage plays. Like your your wife. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, she loves them. Yeah, yeah. So I, it'd be good, it'd be a me. really great following. It'd be yeah. a really good following too. Yeah, I don't think we have a lot of stage playing. I think there's some, but it's yeah, it's not a lot. Yeah, yeah. The film industry is kind of taking over, which is good. You know, but yeah. it's like a lot of there's a lot of filming here now with yeah. the uh, bill that just passed and all that too. So yeah, but I mean it. Thing, yeah. But it'll build more towards like your idea right. of making like a a studio, a studio for stage yeah. plays yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. So it'll happen. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll happen for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, Utah has a, there's a place called Hale Theater. When I moved to Utah, it was one. Mm-hmm. Now they have two, and they they have seasons. So their season starts, I think it just started now, end about September. So from September to the next year, they practice all the all the stage plays that they want. Oh really? Yeah, and it's it's a place for people to display their talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. How, do, get there. how long did you live in Utah? I was in Utah for give and take eight eight to ten years. Really? Basically. Yeah. Then I've been here six years. Okay. Do you like it over there? Um. That's a difficult question to ask, but <laughs> I drove through. We drove through Utah, but I've never like stuck Utah's around beautiful. there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's really Utah's nice scenery. Beautiful. But this is home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if I have to be honest, I love Utah. Yeah. I really, really, really do. But this is home now. And you just did engineering there, right? Yes, yes. Strictly engineering. Yes. And yes. then I didn't produce anything. I nothing. tried to produce. Really. But there are a lot of forces, not from the government or anything, mm-hmm. family issues, and 
um, challenges and stuff. And it's over now, so yeah. I could do it here. That's cool. Yeah, you, you need to have a partner that that supports your vision. So, mm-hmm. but Utah is a oh no, it's a beautiful, beautiful place mm. that I really, really, really love. But Tosa is home now. Yeah. And it's only getting better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Tosa is getting better. I can't wait for it to be the best. I I really pray that Tosa could come out and be a flying color city for an immortal city for other cities. I want Tosa to to be to be greater than Houston, Austin, Chicago. Not expensive but good, greater. We want to have we want to have a NFL club here. We want to have a MLS club here, um, NBA club. Uh, what else do we need? Everything. Everything, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. We yeah. want to have MLS. We want to have NFL. Yeah. Big NFL playing at the Super Bowl. It'd be nice to have NFL here. You can because... have it. It's nice, but, but not, not with the level that we have now. Well, we we, OU, we don't have the capacity to the hold. It. Sooner football is big here, and I think it. But their second league, Sooner OU. Yeah, they they not. They're the NCAA. Yeah, it's it's they're, big, but okay. They're a see, powerhouse. Uh, but let they, me tell yeah, you. they choke. I'm not an OU fan, so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, you know, those things come with a lot of things mm-hmm. first. You need to have a standard stadium, right? Yeah. That's that's even the least of the problem. You need to have sponsors locally mm-hmm. that give good money how to buy good players, to project their image, to do, you need that. Then apart from that, you need local people that can afford to go and see the games. Mm-hmm. And the games might be ninety dollars each, so you and I going one eighty. How many people can have for one eighty every week for a whole season in Tulsa? Those are the challenges that we have. Mm-hmm. So, but we can get there, and the only way to get there is to attract the little that we can do now with the filmmaking. Attract companies here. Mm-hmm. When companies comes. That will naturally drive other things. Mm-hmm. If you have, let's say, headquarters of, um, tell me one big company in your mind. Here? Yeah, in Tulsa. Like, uh, if we have it in the US, any big company decided to move their headquarters here, maybe. Oh, like. Tesla, Tesla was going to move here. Yeah, things yeah. like, not headquarters though. Oh, I mean, well, headquarters. Uh, Let's assume any company whatsoever, Walmart, yeah. whatever, move here. People will be living here that, that earn over $1 million. Mm-hmm. Then the next level, 500000 And we have several of them. So people that earn 500000 above, $200,000 above. $100,000 above. So if husband and wife, any 100000 and above, and there are a lot of them, they will be able to afford $90, $180 tickets mm-hmm. if that's their passion. That is the only way we can get there. Yeah. 
and then sponsor those big company can sponsor they can they can name a stadium after them and they pay really good for that so the team will be able to have money to be able to run their affairs mm-hmm. so all those things come with a lot of things it comes with a better policy you don't want to have a policy that would discriminate anybody because the world have moved on we have to really realize that You don't want a situation whereby a big company moved their headquarters here and because of the way that you think, you don't accommodate their employees mm-hmm. who is not in the same religion with you or the same sexual orientation with you or the same race with you. And then you as a leader there, you discriminate on them. They will be suing that company left, right and center. They will not be profitable. So we have to understand that. Or you as a person that always believe in a man being the head of the house. And then you have to work in a company that is well paid. And a woman is your boss. My generation, or the way I think, maybe because I've moved around. I don't care mm-hmm. whether you're a woman or a man. LGBT, uh, white, black, yellow, green. I do not care. So far, you can do the job. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people still so very think mindful like that. Yeah. of that. And the world has moved on. Exactly. And that is where we need to change for these big companies to come. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's very tough that well it's mind blowing that the that is still a way of thinking in 2021. The conversation is coming up to where that needs to be left behind. Yeah, to and, you, yeah, you see it as getting better. To me, that I've seen it better somewhere. I see it as worse. Mm-hmm. But because you grew up here, you knew how it was. Well, like growing up here, it was, I guess it's really closed. So growing up here, it was, I could see the difference because a lot of stuff was acceptable mm-hmm. and that's, the, that's the way it was. But when you move away from here, mm-hmm. like I moved to Mexico, it was a lot of different thinking, a mm-hmm. lot of Things that Wouldn't were fly. acceptable mm-hmm. that would not fly here. Yeah. And so when I say I'm like, when I say it's getting better, I mean like people are starting to wake up and tell, I mean, yeah, there's still ignorant people here, mm. of course, you know, but like every other place. Yeah. But, like, but yeah, like it's becoming like a conversation and awareness and it's being brought up that that stuff is like, it needs to be non-existent. Yeah, it's where I see even in London. Yeah, the most diverse place. It have it. it I've lived there mm-hmm. in Toronto, in Ottawa, in Singapore. That is most diverse. Mm-hmm. Anywhere is still there, but the majority do not care. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah, if people do not really see that. Yeah, and 
honestly the world has moved on let me give you another example you see some guys that will say a woman can never be the president of the united states of america russell whether you like it or you don't like it at some point a woman will be the president mm -hmm. so why not now mm. no that's the truth that's the reality mm. Or another thing, a black person cannot be the president of the United States. At some point, a black person will be and has been mm. the president. Of, or you say a Cherokee will never be the president of the United States. You're just deceiving yourself because maybe next election it's a Cherokee time. Yeah. So why not move away from that bigotry of uh, kind of thinking? Yeah, I know. putting us down and just accept the reality of change. Mm -hmm. To me, like, I'm like you, like, I don't care. Uh, yeah, but they care. Yeah. And that's the point that I'm trying to drive. Whether you were scared yeah. or you're not scared, you've been trying to be scared all this while. Nothing has changed. Yeah, it's... It's, it's getting even worse. yeah. So why not just embrace that little live in peace and live in peace? I have no idea. Yeah. I, I wonder that too. Like it's like why not, you know, come to this side where we all want yeah. everybody to succeed yeah. no matter what. And everybody's happy. Yeah. Like we're all fucking like like I'm I want I want everybody to eat. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so. it's so I don't know, it's so weird how there's still people that think like like, I think it's um, it's a natural phenomenon um, of the type of orientation mm -hmm. that you have growing up. Yeah. If you grow up in a family that a woman has to do all the domestic chores in the house, and the man has to go out and provide. But when he comes home, he only read newspapers and wait for his food. Mm -hmm. And that's how you're raised. That's what you think a larger society should be. Yeah. If you grow up in a society where or in a family that your parents says, this set of people, you can play with them. Yeah. Even in school or church. And this set of people, they're no good, but you can still play with them. But this set of people don't even get close to them. Yeah. yeah. Because they will kill you. They will lynch you. They will rob you. They, whatever you say, the reason why you don't. Mm -hmm. Then the person will grow up to feel that way. If you are a black person in that community and your parent tells you, these certain people don't like you, they will lynch you. That's what you always carry all your life. Mm -hmm. If you are a white person and your parents say don't play with these black people because they will they will um they're poor or whatever. I don't know what's I don't know the reason what people tell them. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of parents genuinely they are putting effort into their children. Like don't look down on anybody. Uh, respect everybody, you mm -hmm. know that kind of thing. So things are changing. And the kids are seeing that. The sad thing about this is you can tell all these things to your kids, but when they grow up, they choose their own path. Yeah. 
So you can say, oh, my son, John, don't play with black people. Under your control, yes. But this guy really likes black people. <laughs> and then he grows up and um, all his friends are black people. Mm-hmm. What will you do? Nothing. So I think things are changing and I hope it changed. All these profiling <laughs> names and stuff uh-huh. is more common in the U.S. than anywhere else I've lived. I believe it. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. In the U.S., they will say, oh, you're a black person. Other places, they identify people too, but they don't profile you. Like you see an Arab, you say, hey, bomb! <laughs> yeah. Or you say black person, hey, this. In other places, it's not like that. I will give you an example. Yeah, I saw a video of a lady, a black lady, mm-hmm. having a confrontation with um Asian-looking man. Asian looking man. Mm-hmm. Asian looking man is obviously from the Asian looking accents. He has an, a New Yorker's accent. Oh, yeah. And when they have the confrontation, do you know what the black lady said? What? Go back to your country. For real? For real. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the African American. Yeah woman so in my head i was like this is exactly the problem now a black person that have been really really devastated by people saying go back to africa and stuff Mm -hmm. now using that to another person that they thought came later yeah because they were here right Mm -hmm. the asian came later even though a lot of them were born here right Mm-hmm. or maybe they're from Hawaii, I don't know. But from the way that guy was talking, he's a New Yorker. He probably was born in the New York. He probably might be the first generation or second generation. I do not know. Mm-hmm. But because it's presumed that they came later. So the african America has the audacity to tell another fellow American Go back to your country. If the guy has an accent, it's a different ball game, right? Mm-hmm. But he speaks just like you. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just it, a chain reaction of yeah. Just fucking... We need to change from that. God, all those things doesn't bother me, and thank God, um, that really helps me because, and you could see in my movie too. Um, it's a combination of different people from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we want to present to the rest of the world that might have a different opinion about Tulsa, that it's a community of different people. Mm-hmm. Joshua is from Tulsa, even though the parents are Mexicans, right? Um, who is? Um, Autumn Valuena, the girl that acted Sofia, is from, is from Tulsa, but the parent is from Philippines. Mm-hmm. Puja, Puja, the mother of Sophia, wife of Alejandro, is from India. She has a PhD. She's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth, like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a combination of different races come together to, to present what we're doing see like that with that too like yeah. you see that everywhere now mm-hmm. the 
commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not like everything's just not like whitewashed. Yeah, yeah, because like in movies where they were natives, it was just people that were white. Yeah. Uh, being natives so i didn't know that like yeah. i had to learn that in college like, yeah <laughs> i thought everybody was i thought those were actually like natives but they're like no these are yeah. like um like yeah. iron eyes cody yeah. he wasn't even native like but yet he was casted as native to yeah. portray native so like i was like that's a thing like, that's, exactly. like it was so weird to like because they didn't teach us that here mm. back home in pawnee like nobody i maybe some people knew but nobody ever like said anything about it so mm. i thought like and then, like, watching movies, like, I always thought, like, we were the bad people. Yeah. Like, I never wanted to be, like, a native because, mm-hmm. like, the cowboys were always killing us. Or, like, we were always, like, the bad guys of, like... In the movie. Yeah, it was so weird. And it's, then, like... It's very weird. It is. And then, like, but when you... Get, I when can I, imagine how you guys... You know, we only talk about the African-Americans, black people being demoralized with the society and stuff mm-hmm. i can imagine how <laughs> no for it's real. no it's weird like it's like so like you feel so mortified well when you like me like i had to go away and then growing up i was like it was like god like i don't want to be because we're labeled as like alcoholics or like like these like drug addicts or like people of domestic all the, violence, yeah, all this all shit. The bad, bad thing in and it was society. like, and then when you like watch old Westerns, like we're just like terrorizing like all the villagers and yeah. burning shit down. And, and then it's like, God, like, is that me? Like, I don't want to be that. Be like, like that, yeah. and then, you know, but when you, I got older and I started learning about it and, but then, you know, we learn about our history, yeah, everything that we have to overcome. Yeah. So there's like a lot of strength resilience Mm -hmm. and that goes for you too like we went through all this horrible traumatic stuff our ancestors and we went through all this horrible things Mm. but yet you know we're still here yeah we're thriving you know we're trying to make things better exactly for everybody Mm. so i mean that it's you know and i look back on that and it's like god i used to be so ashamed of being native because that's what i've seen but now it's like no, like we've been you through have so to be much. Proud of yeah, or we all gotta be proud. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's yeah. it's it's crazy, man. It's really crazy to look back on that and just kind of think like <laughs> where all that came from. <laughs> but I mean, like I enjoy like what you're trying to do. You know, bring everybody together. Yeah. Make Tulsa the spot. You know, and that's mm-hmm. what creatives are doing in Oklahoma in general. Like everybody wants to make Oklahoma like. The place to be, whether it be filmmaking, yeah. art, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever it is, like bring people here to enjoy it, and it mm. like, and it just I needs agree. to like, it needs to be like, it does need to be the spot. It's yeah. grown so much from when I was a teenager, like into You've what seen it is a lot now. Of differences, huh? Yeah, in Tulsa or in Oklahoma, mm, Tulsa. Well, it's crazy because. Like a lot of the casinos, man, they're making their towns like into so something. Is happening, uh, yeah, more. because they bring in like old older Band, bands yeah. and like could be kids. Yeah, Carrie so, Underwood. Yeah, Shirley Banton. <laughs> <laughs> and but I mean, it's a lot of the older acts, but yeah. it's still, it's still people that can go watch. Yeah, but, but like I mean, just Tulsa in general, like it's grown so much. Yeah. Like. 
where it used to be nothing to do except go to the movies or the mall. That's it. Yeah, and then and the movie like, is not even every day, right? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> it's a one dollar movie, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's it's grown so much, and then the Thunders helped out tremendously. Yeah, thund- thund- yeah. Really, Oklahoma yeah. City Thunders. So it's like I just want Oklahoma to be like the the place to be. Yeah, and I mean we're so many. Of we, us we can do it if Texas could do it. Oh yeah, do it. yeah. Texas has. I, I really envy Texas. They have Austin, San Antonio, Houston, Houston, Dallas, Dallas, uh, Corpus Christi, Midland, El Paso. Man, could you imagine if that was here? Yeah, that's That'd about seven big cities. Yeah, that's crazy. They just mentioned seven. Mm-hmm. And each of them is about the, if not bigger than Tulsa, but about the size of Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could happen. We're gonna do it. <laughs> We're gonna. You do have it. hope, right? We're gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta speak in existence. <laughs> we in Tulsa, we only have like three big cities. I mean, in Oklahoma. There's a Tulsa, Oklahoma City, and where else? Maybe Stillwater. Oh yeah, Stillwater. Stillwater needs to get bigger. Like. There's a lot of people that live there now. Yeah, because of the university. <laughs> yeah, right, so. and I mean it's crowded. Yeah, like, it needs to expand. Yeah. So we have only three, but I just want Tulsa to be the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And Tulsa and Oklahoma City is really fine. Yeah, find it out. <laughs> yeah. But will you say Oklahoma City is a little bit? bigger and more advanced than Tulsa a little bit a little bit I think it's close though I think it's just because they have the thunder there but here I think here there's more shows and I mean like I think the filming goes hand like hand like movie making because it's always there or here okay and then but Killers of Fire Moon is like on the Osage Nation yes yeah So, but it, it all blends. It all blends together pretty well. So, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy to think like just how much it's grown and where it's going. And yeah, it's yeah. awesome. We keep hanging in there. But remember that other cities are growing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like every time I go to Salt Lake City, after I left, it's always like what. I don't see those war, war, war here. Mm-hmm. But in Salt Lake City, areas that I was like, what? Every time. So. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Man. Well, Sam, I had a I had a great time. What about you? Uh, oh, of course, definitely. Um, I've actually, I've never really spoken about my previous journey like the way I have spoken with you, I wish I all the podcasts that I've done should give me enough time like this. <laughs> <laughs> so everything has always been like uh, t- you have two minutes. Really? Have, no, I'm just okay. <laughs> I'm just over saying it, but it has always been like you have to talk really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, good morning. My name is Sam Ojo. I have blah, 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 blah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but these I were just talking I'm taking it really slow mm-hmm. but the the disadvantage of that is you make me say some of the things I didn't want to say oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> because I go so really comfortable that I was just gisting with my friends <laughs> so like when you ask me let me give you one example mm-hmm. you ask me do I l- like Utah mm-hmm. more than was it more than Tulsa I didn't know how you presented All right, I think I just said like did you what, what, what was your thoughts of Utah did you yeah, like it yeah. yeah usually if I would be doing that uh, any interview like oh we'll talk about it later and then I move on because, but I ended up saying yeah I love 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 Utah and I do mm-hmm. no doubt but Tulsa is home now yeah there are a few things I find really challenging here in Tulsa mm-hmm. but I think like you said it's growing yeah so I I like prosperity I like a city to be prosperous so in my own little way if there's a way to contribute I want to I just like prosperity I want people to prosper I want people to I can con- I can't do everything in the world right but the little I can do for the city that I live I really want to do it I and that's one thing that I like about Utah they it's always very progressive and that's my passion I like people doing well people being prosper people doing doing okay and they're contributing to the society and you create something that other people can enjoy you have a studio that some can enjoy mm-hmm. yeah I'm, i like that thank you thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i just love supporting people yeah. out here doing what what the same doing? thing same yeah. thing i'm doing i guess yeah. so yeah yeah it's always good to you know give everybody Absolutely. a platform Absolutely. you know Cause that's exactly what I'm saying. Create yeah. a platform that, create a platform that other people can use and enjoy, and use it to to do better things for themselves. Oh yeah, uh, for the community. I don't know, man. It's just unreal what this has done too. Yeah, like I still can't believe that I'm doing it, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Do you do this full time? I have a part time job, but okay. that part time job allows me to do okay. this. So. Yeah. But I'm starting to like venture into other things too, okay. like I was telling you before. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I feel like I haven't like mastered this, but I feel mm. like I'm able to do it at a really good rate. Yeah. To where I can just do it and then keep doing it. And then also like I feel like I can also do more now. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm venturing into this other uh like videography. Oh, and so I just, I don't know. Like we all have 24 hours in a day, so why not use it? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's just got me thinking more of like doing just more stuff, supporting more people, being a, a a leader, I guess, like just trying to get people to do what they want to do. So, you know, I I just want to, I want to do a lot of things. So why not do it? <laughs> so, I got you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been great, though. It's been great talking to you, getting to know you, meeting you, you, like, Thank seeing you. your movie, seeing you in it. Like, 
yeah, seeing everybody in there. Screen. Yeah, like yeah. it was it was it was an awesome time. It was yeah. a great time to be in that theater after a year of not going. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it was it was good. That was the first movie I seen in theater since the pandemic. Wow. Yeah, and so it was cool to support people from here. <clears throat> yeah. That have these dreams of yeah. I'm glad that people clap after the movie. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. It was it was awesome. I should have recorded it, but I was clapping too. <laughs> <laughs> but when man. people clap after the movie, it means it's worth their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You don't usually get that. People don't usually get that after the movie. Yeah, yeah. It was it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. At least for the local production. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. I'm so very grateful. I'm indeed very grateful for having me on your show. Yeah, no problem. And you're welcome back anytime. Oh, please. Anytime. I can't wait for you to invite me again. Yeah, anytime. Like you have something going on or... If you even just if wanna, I don't have something going even on, even if you don't, yeah, like we'll just come on and we'll just talk. We can talk about Anything. things I've been doing, yeah, because there will always be an activity going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And if you have another movie coming out or something you want to push, yeah. come on and I'll I'll have it out the week of. Thank you, sir. No problem. I want to support everybody. Thank you, sir. And um, do you want to shout out your socials, social media? Okay, guys, I want you to follow me. Follow our production, follow our movie. Our uh, social media is at Alejandro Movie, at Alejandro Movie. So Alejandro is spelled A L E J A N D R O, movie, M O V I E. That's one word, at Alejandro Movie at Alejandro movie but if you check me out on Twitter it will be at Alejandro movie one at Alejandro movie one on Facebook is at Alejandro movie we have over 17,000 it was actually about 20,000 people following us on Facebook before wow yeah so if you want to still follow us on Facebook on Wherever you feel comfortable, please do. And our website is www.alejandromovie.com. Alejandromovie.com. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Everybody, go follow the socials. Go keep up with all of them. Doing some great work. It's a great movie. Um, It's on Amazon Prime right now? Yes, it's on Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Please go check it out. Rent it. Buy it. Support your local directors, actors, artists, support everybody yes. that are around you, please, because it, it, we're doing some great things. And, uh, yeah, just go rent it, man. It's a really great movie. And if you if you can, record yourself clapping after. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's a really great movie. It's a fun movie. It's a great story. It's done very well. I recommend it to everybody to go see it. If you're not already go follow okie podcast on instagram facebook there's a facebook page um my personal is russell sun eagle you can add me on facebook um where's that eagle comes from i see sun eagle? something eagles <laughs> oh sunny that's my last name sun eagle 
For real? Yeah, that's our last I name. I thought you said nickname. No, no, that's my actual last name. Ah, okay. Yeah. The way I even save you, I save it like a nickname. Let me check oh. it right <laughs> No, yeah, my it's Russell's son, Eagle. That's my, that's my actual name. Yeah, I know Russell is your actual name. Name we were, name we were Actually, given. I save it as Russell Eagle. No, oh, that's what I got. It's two words, so it's son, Eagle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's the name we were, they were, they gave us. Is that your dad's name too? Yeah, that's our, like, family name. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, but yeah, uh, please <laughs> so go subscribe to uh, Oki Podcast. All platforms, rate, review it, please. It helps so much. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for Sam to come back on. Yes, thank you for having me. He will me. come back will. on. And I will definitely come back. It was an honor to have Whenever you Whenever you invite me. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But, uh, yeah, I guess until next time, everybody. Peace. Thank you, peace.